0: you heard the music it's another episode of by order of the peaky blinders and if you're watching us on patreon you see we are joined by yet another majestic character in the peaky blinders universe as our off-season coverage continues of by order of the peaky blinders today we're joined by dina korzun who acted as the grand duchess isabella for four episodes in season three of Peaky Blinders. I wanna thank everyone before we jump in for just interacting with us through this off season, whether on Facebook at facebook.com slash Peaky Podcast or by emailing us directly at B-O-O-T Peaky Blinders, at gmail.com. Keep those going and we'll put out a feedback episode soon. So now we'll jump right into it. Dina, welcome into the podcast all the way over from Switzerland. How are you doing
1: today? Hi, I'm doing great. Is everyone sitting in uh, lock, um, uh, lockdown in uh, our small village, in our up in the mountains apartment with my children and husband and enjoying it.
0: I was, I um, was gonna say, it's got, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure there are some more pros of being in quarantine when you have a view like you do in Switzerland.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it's beautiful. I can't imagine being up in the mountains. And...
1: But, you know, I'm sure that um, not outside view makes us happy because I saw many people who are very wealthy and um, privileged, but they didn't have important thing, the balance and harmony inside, and then whatever view they can buy, it won't make them happy. That's a great so, point. Yes, I'm very happy to see mountains and it reminds me about eternity. And it's very beautiful behind our window, but my happiness is inside the apartment. Mm -hmm. I love my children, I love my husband, and we are okay here. We can sit for as long as possible, (laughs) as needed. What are
0: you you doing to pass the time? Are you watching any uh, TV shows or just playing with the family?
1: Um, I'm writing two books for children. I started it for some time ago and um, I needed uh, lots of quiet time and it's perfect for now. As I'm an actress I used to tell the story with with different expression but it will be almost the same but I'm telling the story on paper. And uh, I'm trying to use this time. And I'm also drawing and I'm giving time to my family, I'm cooking. I'm not a big fan of cooking, but it's a challenge <laughs> to learn.
0: <laughs> that's incredible, that's, that's fantastic. Um,
1: and we're watching, but not TV programs. We're watching very carefully. We always choose what we want to share as a family time. It's always should be something very, very responsible, uplifting in- mm, Positive, right. Positive because my children, they are nine and, uh, eight and 10. And I don't want them to see anything that will not make them happy to go to sleep, which will make them upset or feel unconfident about the life, world. So we're trying to be very responsible.
0: So Dina, it's it's suffice to say that you're definitely not showing them any peaky blinders. No. (laughs) No.
1: That wouldn't be be appropriate. To be honest, lots of people, uh, saying me oh wow you did this job and I said please don't watch it <laughs> don't watch it I'm not proud
2: of it Okay, well, because your your character was a very important character in the, in that season so that just reminds me of that's one of my favorite seasons of Peaky Blinders was the whole Russian plot and your character was a very polarizing character and a very important character in the show so were there any memories from that season during filming that you'd like to share with us? Like your fondest memories of, of filming or like the hardest, whatever you can share with us.
1: Yes, everything was quite uh, surrealist, surrealistic for me. Um, uh, very um, unlogical that I, I got this role because usually I play very different characters. And for me, it's very important the message of the whole um, story. But I never saw *Picky Blinders. My agent called me and said, it's a wonderful role. It's, she's a Russian Duchess. And it's amazing TV series. If you will get this role, it will be wonderful. I went to casting and they immediately offered me a role after meeting director. And I was mm, not really doing anything special. I was being myself probably i just tried to change the tone and the manner of talking and i wanted to speak more in a deeper voice Mm -hmm. and try to be more precise (laughs) and in its work and then and then we met for the reading there was all cast everyone including i think all actors i didn't know anyone But I love the atmosphere, I love that everyone is inspired, everyone is um, very happy about what they're doing. Everyone, the costume makers and the set designers, everyone was very, like, united. And it was a big pleasure to work with them on set. Afterwards, when we, we shot everything, and I wrote about it on Facebook, some of my friends said, oh, is there tom, tom Hardy in the yeah. film? And I said, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I, well, I don't know, I said, I don't know. But actually afterwards, I realized that I had scenes with him, <laughs> there was some Tom. That's,
0: that's great, that's great. There was
1: some Tom.
0: <laughs> some Tom, it's just a Tom. Some
1: Tom who, who played um, some role and we, <laughs> And we rehearsed and we played together. And he came uh, to the set and he said, I'm sorry, because my, my baby, I just had the, my, my um, uh, we with just, with my wife had the baby and uh, he's not sleeping at night and all night we're carrying him around. So I, I'm not um, very prepared, but I said, don't worry. We will get it, get oh. this in.
0: I want to get to your scene with, with Alfie in a little bit, because it's one of the most iconic scenes of the entire season. But it's so unique, the the path that you took to the show, comparing who we talked to in the last few weeks. You know, the actor that played Billy Kitchens, Paul Bullion, was a fan of the show, as well as, you know, the, the actor that played Ollie that we talked to did you go back and watch any of the Peaky Blinders? Or did you come into it and you just stayed completely blind? You just played Um, a woman, you almost played, your character pretty much had that aura about her, like she didn't care about anything that was happening around her, so it really did work out perfectly.
1: Mm. No, I didn't see anything. I, I guess when when I was offered the part and I didn't get the script yet, I didn't know what I'm playing. There was only one scene for casting. Then I um, watched some advertising for season two, probably, or, or one, Speaky Blinders, and all this blood fountains shocked me. So I decided, oh my God, I'm not gonna watch it. No. And then I just thought I will make my job as best as uh, possible for some reason i'm in it and i will try to uh, help people who believe in it and uh, doing uh, something important for them and everything was so well organized and everyone was so nice so dedicated and even um, killian he is also producer on uh, on this but he was looking after other actors so nicely. So honestly, we were shooting in one called um, Pavilion. He was taking care if it's warm for us, for the two girls who were is, is with him in the same scene. He would put on the um, fan and uh, bring the chair even. So it, 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 it was very different for me. I didn't expect. I didn't expect it, it it wasn't like in Russia. It was a bit different, very democratic and um, honest. But when we uh, we started to get ready for um, shooting, I received the whole uh, script for the season. And I started to work with my my, uh, friend who would help me with English. And she told me, "Did you read? Did you read the whole script?" She asked me. I said, "No. What's there?" She said, "Oh my God, my God! I, I hope they're not gonna shoot it because <laughs> there were things with um, um, sex with uh, yeah, lots Tatiana. of violence, etc. It with Tatiana and also with um, with um, when the Duchess invites." kazakhs and uh, prostitutes oh that yes we were, and it's a,
2: it's a whole. and she, told me, and she told me scenes.
1: i i'm sure they're not gonna shoot it i'm sure that it will be something <laughs> oh, something no. done to the script to the scene and we were getting ready and then <clears throat> and then i arrived to the set all the wig and the diamonds and the jewelry and the dress and we stepped on on the set and then i see that it, People are naked. It's oh. like, it's it, it, they go into shoot. It's as it's written. Wow! And um, for me, it was a bit challenge because because I am a uh, very old fashioned. But I was singing inside of me. What a wonderful world! What a strange <laughs> world! And I remember all this time of shooting Peaky Blinders in, as a dual thing, amazing relationship, working relationship with everyone, great respect to each other, very high professionalism, wonderful um, uh, costume designer, amazing uh, makeup artist. Everyone is very professional but the the meaning the message of it i was a bit i was a bit um how should i express it i was a bit uh concerned that so much talent for advertising um, violence and ignorance so much money to give this idea into people's minds. You know what, if there will be rotted food, you won't eat it, poisoned. But for me, this kind of movies, it's uh, it's toxic. And uh, I feel as an artist responsible, but I know the world is completely um, different. And my ideas to ideal, and my point of view maybe not practical, but I'm mother and I have three children. And you know, I, I hear more and more um, stories like children and teenagers, they're afraid to leave. There's a lot of teenage suicidal, lots of violence. People, young people, they don't know what, free, uh, what is um, real uh, friendship is. Um, they don't know how to be a good person, but not a weak person. They don't know how to use um, high vibrations and uh, to be um, warm-hearted but um, and, and strong and successful without killing others, without robbing others, because we don't show them um, examples, less and less. Films that inspire us to be kind, strong, responsible. But yeah, it's, it, great, it's just my 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 opinion. You can no, cut it. Afterwards if no, <laughs> no,
0: no. It's a great. No, it's it's a great point, and you're not alone. Helen McCrory, who plays Polly, actually, you know, discussed after filming season five that she thought it it, it crossed the line in terms of violence and in terms of disgustingness. And so it's, you're definitely not alone in that. So I'll ask you, did you, did you ever watch any of, any of your episodes that you were in? Nothing, that, nothing after Peaky Blinders filmed?
1: No, I feel like there's nothing for me. I, I watched some of my films, but um, because, because the, the whole film was with the message, because the part was, Probably played with the compassion, but picky blinders no, I felt like there probably wouldn't be anything for me um
2: yeah and, and and going back on just your time in that in that season, how long did you have to stay in a central location to film that season was it was it extended over a period of a year where you were kept on going back and forth, or was it filmed consecutively?
1: yeah, just back and forth, we were shooting in Manchester, I think. Yeah, I would just come for one, two, three—not more days—just for my uh, my scenes. Uh, my scenes were all around the uh, season, and they were shot in a special locations, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't be in one row. I think we shot everything in three months or a bit more. On uh, during this time, everyone would be in one email. So you can contact anyone who is with you in the scenes and probably you can talk and ask questions. And everything, as I told, was so well organized. So I'm very grateful and pleased because it was important for me, a chance to work with professional people and also once again to question my own, um, artistic, um,
2: ability like to, to kind of like cross lines exactly. and, and like, be able to do something that you haven't done before right, right.
1: and now lately i'm saying no to many projects right i'm at home but i said well it's my conscious, consciously t- taken decision mm-hmm. so i will write books and i will um speak about what i think is important because you know Cynical um, terrorists, horrible presidents, Uh stupid uh, policemen, not educated doctors, they all were young people who were eating that arty stuff that we would offer them. They would grow on this apocalyptic point of view, on this anti-heroes ideas we we did we don't teach children young people through films so much as we could respect other Mm -hmm. human respect planet i don't know Mm -hmm. uh respect themselves
0: it's a great point because the the anti-hero kind of like era started not uh, too long ago and so when you were in in the uh i guess your 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 peak of, of generating movies and you were working with, it's funny, because, you know, your, your most famous movie, Last Resort, that won you a, a few awards, like the, uh, what is it, the Bratislava International Film Festival.
1: Um, we won BAFTA award, yep. I think, for newcomer, for so Pavel Pavlikovsky.
0: And you worked with Patty Considine, who played yeah. Father Hughes in, in your yeah. season. So is there any, was, is there any coincidence there?
1: absolute coincidence and we were very um, happy to see each other i think i saw him when i was on um, makeup in the morning and makeup artist on the mirror she has uh, photographs of everyone and i said is it buddy and then i realized that actually he's playing a priest and we will meet and what in one scene i think we took some selfies and uh, i was very happy to see him because
2: Go uh-huh. on, go on, go on. No, no, when go we on.
1: when we met, it was in um, 1999, and we shot wow. in 2000 in Margate, outside of um, London, in countryside. Margate, that's, Marget that's would where Alfie. To the show. Yeah, that's
0: where Alfie resides now, in the in the in the present day Peaky Blinders universe. Alfie and, who, who is and by Sa- was Hardy. I think it
1: was his second field. Yeah. I think it was his second film that time and uh, we actually didn't have script we only had synopsis and bbc at that time would trust just film- filmmakers to having synopsis so we would rehearse scenes and then shoot them
2: was is uh is so patty Considine's character in the show obviously he's a he's he's a villainous character and he has a lot of fans that don't really like him because obviously he's the he's he's a he's a villain amongst amongst Tommy Shelby, he's a great actor so him in real life I can't imagine him in any other role as I see him in the show how is how is Paddy Considant in real life
1: oh he's so um, he's um, very great he's great husband and father he's amazing person um, he's not like a um, real gentleman and not mm-hmm. like English in a
2: <laughs> right. bad
1: uh, image. He's very kind person, honest, warm. So he's just very good actor.
0: That just shows how good of an actor he is because I, exactly. think, I think he was the most hated character in all of Peaky Blinders playing that priest. I don't know if you know because you never watched, but he was probably no. the evilest evilest character in the whole show.
1: Really? He's he one would, of the most
0: terrifying characters. Yeah, he smashed Gillian <laughs> Murphy's head into a wall and cracked his skull. It was, it was incredible. But I, I need to ask you now because we have to get to, that, to the, the Alice Solomon's, the priest. What
1: priest? Father is he? Hughes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so you had the scene down in the, uh, the jewelry room um, in, in the basement with, with Tom Hardy. And I just wanna ask you what, what kind of experience was it working with, with such a legend in the acting business? Because you've done movies with Patty Constantine, you did a movie with Paul Giamatti, so you've worked with, with guys that are considered in the upper echelon. Is there something different when they get going or are they just like every other actor when, when it comes down to it?
1: For me, yes, it was just like another actor. Especially, I didn't know who is Tom Hardy. <laughs> uh, true. Is so it was just tom um who played this um character and i know that the success of the scene will be never relying on one actor so i know i need always be open helpful for my partners and i expect them to be helpful trustful and um supportive uh, to me and it was very easy very professional very nice we shot very quick and i remember after that day i came to take off my makeup and i said i love my profession i was uh, honestly enjoying the process because it was fun fun scene mm, it's it's nice when you have something to play when you have uh, Cool characters when something happens when the dialogue written is so well I also enjoyed through the whole um, series the professional dialogue it was wonderfully built the words were so um, full of levels and meanings there was something to play on every level yeah, and with the you... subtext with a Exactly mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I was
0: going to mention. You happen to be in some of the most comical scenes with you know the uh, the, the uncle the the, the grand Duchess, um whatever his Petra uh, Petrenova, the the husband who was a, a drunk who loved caviar, so that was kind of funny to get into that that rhythm with it and with tatiana, who is you know a, a wild card character. I wanted to ask you, is there a reason why peaky blinders was was your last um acting credit, or, or is there something that you just haven't found the right, the right fit yet for another one?
1: Um, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't look for another jobs. I kind of stopped. I decided I felt deeply that the world where I professionally should climb and look for is not for me it's it's not something what i desire what i want to spend my life for because you kind of cannot really choose you need to do lots of bad stuff and once maybe you will get something what you truly love and um i'm not um so desperate and i'm not so Aggressively desire uh fame. I would I would take another path.
0: Well if if it was up to us it, there'd be one show to finish on, I think Peaky Blinders is a pretty good final credit to your you know your IMDB page.
2: <laughs> I would agree. I would have to agree. It's 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 our favorite show on, on on in all of TV. We think it's a top five show for us of all time and we really enjoyed your, your your character and your acting was tremendous in that season, playing that role, a completely different role this, on, the, on the series. And so it kind of threw people, at you know, for, for a curveball to kind of have a, a brand new kind of character and you, you played it flawlessly. So we, we appreciate your acting more, well, more, more than most people.
1: Good. Thank you. Then I probably need to say thank you to people like my agent who offered me to do this. Otherwise, you wouldn't enjoy it to director who gave me trusted me to this part producers who who agreed to all my um, partners and um, i'm glad that some people enjoyed it
0: Tina, thank you so much for joining us i hope you have a fantastic remainder of your quarantine just stay inside and enjoy the uh, the mountains outside and the family to spend some good time with thank you
1: you too Be safe.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, everyone. That'll wrap up this episode of Buy Order of the Peaky Blinders. For Dina Corzun, for Josh Levy, I'm Daniel Gilman. We binge, so you don't have to.